following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, you know it. I say it and you can think it as well. It does not matter who the host is. Today is Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday, May the 11th of 2022, day 131. First of the year and only 234 days left to go. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM and then hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. We are radio. We are sarcasm. We are both combined. Radio Big. Okay, yep, hanging out with our friends and colleagues at RadioBig.fm. So what happened? What happened yesterday? Did you have fun in the last 23 hours? I haven't seen you since then, so hopefully things are good, grand, and fantastic for you because I always think that that's important as we are having the conversation um, as we are sitting back and talking. Because, uh, you know, I never know what is going on inside of your world unless you tell me. So if you want to share some more info with me, all you'll need to do is go to callinradio.com. That's callinradio.com. Let us know what is going on inside of the world on your side. That will pump you into our system and we can get moving and grooving and doing some things where um, we can have some excitement together on the things that are going on so anyways let's get into it right away let's start talking about what was trending in the overnight let's talk about what was trending last evening yesterday what was occurring that is what's talking about what is trending now uh so anyways christmas day was um was trending on tuesday after cbs and the nfl announced that the denver broncos will play the los angeles rams on the holiday the game will air are you ready for this on nickelodeon Mm -hmm. you heard me say it on Nickelodeon. Yeah, think about that for a moment. Uh, what else did we see? Um, hashtag people you should never make angry landed on Twitter's top 10 yesterday. Tweets included Spider-Man, Rideshare Emotional Support Animals, and um, Will Smith and the Cook. So there you go. And then also um, trending yesterday was uh, Tom Brady was trending after securing his post-football career. So there you go. What exactly is his post-football career? I guess we can find out if we really want to know so badly right now. You know, I don't have to do the teaser easier stuff because the great thing about it was having the interwebs with us. Um, it's easy to do. So Tom Brady will join Fox Sports as a lead analyst once he retires and stays retired from the NFL. The network announced the news on Tuesday saying that it is pleased to bring QB on board immediately after his playing career. According to the to the front office sports, Brady will make um, up about $25 million a year with the new gig. And the whole contract is worth about $200 million. So, hey, I played the sport and then I decided to talk about it afterwards. And people wanted to hear what I had to say. So there you go. Anyway, so let's start talking right away because it is chart day of what is going on in the fiction and nonfiction categories inside of the world of um of the book, of the books, of the New York bestsellers. So let's do it from the fiction and nonfiction category. At number five, Verity in the fiction category. At number four, Where the Crawdads Sing. At number three, City on Fire. At number two, Dreamtown. And at the number one spot, it ends with us. So there you go. That is what is going on according to the charts. Um, in the nonfiction category, it goes like this. this is according to the New York Times bestsellers list. Uh, freezing order. Yeah, freezing order. Not odor, but odor. Um, number four, on mask. 
At number three, the body keeps the score. At number two, the palace papers. And at number one is finding me. So there you go. That's according to the New York Times bestsellers list. Good morning, Mr. Wolford. Um, thank you for the comment, but I cannot give you more Johnny uh, Depp clips uh, because here's the problem. They're not in court this week. They won't be in court again until I, from what I understand, until some point next week. And the sheer reality of me knowing that is pretty sad. I'm, I'm being serious when I say that. So there you go. Anyway, so let's start talking. Um, Here we go. If you are new to the show, this is kind of the way that the layout works for us. We bring in some professional broadcasters. They let us know what is going on inside of the world of the news. And then we come back, kind of give our little uh, spinorama on what the hell is going on right there. Uh, We talk about safety in the news, news and safety. And then we go from there. And then we have some interactions on what is going on inside of the world. And then kind of put it in a nice little pretty bow and you to take and move forward. So there you go. That's kind of what the layout of the show looks like. So pretty simple process. So with that being said, I think it's time to get into some news. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. Inflation figures for last month are due out this morning. Analysts expect the rate to drop slightly to 8.2% after soaring to a record high in March. New developments overnight on the war in Ukraine. The country has stopped the flow of gas from a Russian pipeline to Europe. The suspension is said to be due to interference from occupying forces, including the apparent siphoning of gas. The House is approving nearly $40 billion of aid for Ukraine. Mark Mayfield reports. The bill passed late Tuesday on a vote of 368 to 57, with all the no votes being Republicans. It will now head to the Senate, where it is also likely to pass. President Biden recently urged lawmakers to approve the additional money and get it to his desk. He called the money an urgent need as Ukraine tries to fight off Russia's ongoing invasion. I'm Mark Mayfield. A vote is just hours away on whether to legalize abortion. Senate Democrats are hoping to save the historic Roe v. Wade decision and turn it into a federal law, given that the Supreme Court may overturn it. But Republicans are expected to block this new attempt. There's a new crackdown on what's being called the deadliest drug threat in the nation, fentanyl. Kate Snow reports. Of the nearly 100,000 overdose deaths between June 2020 and June 2021, 64% were fentanyl-related. For people 15 to 24 years old, 78% of deaths involved fentanyl. The DEA warns no community is safe from the drug, and now the focus is on China, where most of the chemicals are made. The DEA says they get shipped to Mexican cartels and end up in counterfeit drugs, eventually crossing the border. The goal is to stop the ingredients from ever leaving China. Fentanyl overdoses are the leading cause of deaths for adults between the ages of 18 and 45. President Biden is visiting Chicago today. The president will be in the city to speak at the 40th International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers International Convention. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. From feature story news in Riga, I'm Oli Barrett. Ukraine says it's pushed Russian forces out from areas of north of the city of Kharkiv. Ukraine's stopped the flow of gas through one of its transit points in the Ludansk region. Parts of South India are on alert as Cyclone Asani makes its way along the coast and Japan is set to double its allowance of foreign arrivals to 20,000 people per day in June. you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Elon Musk would reverse former President Trump's Twitter ban if his acquisition of the social media platform goes through. It was not correct to ban Donald Trump. I think that was, that was a mistake um, because it, uh, it alienated a large part of the country and did not ultimately result in Donald Trump not having a voice. The Tesla CEO said at a Financial Times conference on Tuesday the permanent ban should be reserved for accounts that are bots or scam, spam accounts. Trump told CNBC last month he wouldn't join Twitter again if he had a chance. He instead promoted Truth Social, the social media platform he founded last year. An Army soldier is dead, killed by a bear in Alaska during a training operation. Trey Thomas with more. 
The bear attack happened on Tuesday, not far from the Anchorage Regional Landfill. Soldiers from Joint Base Elmendorf-Richardson are now searching for that bear and have closed off the area where the attack occurred. The Interior Department plans to release the first volume of a report uncovering what they say is the truth about the federal government's past oversight of Native American boarding schools. The report comes out of an initiative Interior Secretary Deb Holland announced last June to investigate the legacy of boarding schools established by the federal government. Indigenous children were routinely taken from Native communities and forced into schools that aim to strip them of their language and culture. The Mavericks are banning two fans following an incident with Chris Paul's family during Sunday's game against the Suns in Dallas. David Goines reports on a statement from the Mavericks. Two unruly fans attempted to give unwanted hugs and have conversations with members of the Paul family on the concourse of American Airlines Center. Security responded immediately once notified by the family, and the fans were swiftly ejected. The fans will be banned until 2023. Stock futures are on the rise ahead of a key inflation reading today. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes, cyber thieves around the world know our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the version takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, vanishes, you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home title locks put a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to home title lock Dot com and register your address to see if you already are a victim. And enter the code RADIO, that's R-A-D-I-O, that's the code RADIO, for 30 days free of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. This is your safety training, old, stale, and hacked. This is your safety trainer, still preaching a warped version of behavior-based safety. How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver. But I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Don't worry, I know what to do. Know someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool. And by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Have you ever wanted to start live streaming and we're not sure how to do it? You can start live streaming up to 40 social media platforms all at one time for as little as nada. 
It's going to cost you your time. That is what it's going to cost. You can pre-record. You can live stream. You can do a multitude of things. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com O-N-E. Welcome to Calvin's Barbershop. You all got to see this. I don't even want to know what you're looking at on that phone. Well, you should. I was learning about the dangers of high blood pressure and that we need to get ours checked regularly. High blood pressure can increase the risk of heart attack or stroke, but this text program can help keep it at a healthy range. Just text Barbershop to 97779 to sign up. I'll get right on it as soon as I'm done with this baby panda video. (laughs) Text Barbershop to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the App Council. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, yeah, something magical. All right, sure. Okay, 17 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging and banging on this lovely Wednesday. Yeah, you know, the the warp zone of what we call time continuum as we move forward. So is it a wormhole or is it, okay, maybe that's some other kind of, kind of conversation. Uh, so there you go. Um, 17 minutes after, let's get into some more things that are going on inside of this world. And I'm going to bring it to you directly from the hit list. Anyways, a Wisconsin man who used a forklift to rescue his pickup um, from a ditch on Monday night um, has been uh, charged with a fifth uh, OWI. Yes, OWI. Uh, <laughs> officers were dispatched um, to the ditch in the town of Clinton late Monday, uh, Monday night, after multiple reports of a white pickup being uh, being stuck. When officers arrived, they spotted um, along with um, with a man who uh, appeared to be asleep on a nearby forklift. They were quickly able to determine that the man had crashed the truck and had used a forklift to try to free it. The man has been identified as a uh, 62-year-old Vermin R. Schmuck. Yeah, that's not a joke. That's not a joke name either. Vermin R. Schmuck. So there you go. You go look it up and enjoy it as much as you want to. Radio. Okay, let's continue talking about some other things going on real quick. More details about the dramatic capture of escaped inmate Casey Cole White and former jail boss Vicky White, no relations, have emerged. According to a spokesperson in the U.S. Marshal Service, the pair were, um, were stocked with cash, wigs, and small arsenal and planned to have a, a shootout with the police when they were nabbed um, on Monday after 11 days on the run. As previously reported, the couple were um, run down by authorities in Evansville, Indiana. Casey was arrested and Vicky was transferred to a local hospital where she later died of a self-inflicted gunshot. So there you go. Some stuff going on right there. Um, you know, terrible, terrible to hear how it ended because, you know, you never want to hear anything about a self-inflicted gunshot wound or any kind of gunshot wound whatsoever. But man, you know that that's going to be a movie. You, you just know it has movie written all over it. Just kind of how it goes. Yes, as we're talking. Anyways, an Andy Warhol 1964 silk screen of Marilyn Monroe sold for $195 million at the Christie auction in New York last week. The painting is one of the uh, five Warhols that uh, that he created that year. The, uh, the sale set a new record, beating a previous record holder Brooklyn artist Jean Michael Basquat, um, whose skull p- painting sold for $110 in 2017 now it doesn't say if it was 110 million it says 110 i hope it was more than 110 because you know that kind of means something and gene and andy collaborated in several hundred paintings so there you go so now you have some information that you probably did not care to know and now you have it anyways david bonola the man accused of killing uh the queen's mom or also gal uh claims that he, um, that he did it because he believed that she had given him hiv um, he told uh, he told detectives that Gal lied to him and cheated on him with during uh, the two year affair. Hold on, cheated on him during the two year affair. Uh, it made me angry. I couldn't accept it. But now it continued. The married father of two, um, who came to the U.S. illegally from Mexico 21 years ago, has been charged with the murder after following Gal home on April the 16th and stabbing her multiple times after shoving her body into a son's duffel bag. Benola left the bag about a mile from. Gal Gal's home. Um, he he was arrested on April the twenty first. You know, I have to say, there's so many things that come to mind when it comes to this story. Uh, so let's not lie about this. Um, y- you know that the dude. Uh, just looking at this, there's a lot of questions that have to come up. 
And um, he, did he not ever watch the forensic files? Like, did he not know how this was going to end? Like, this sounded like a, a, a really crappy plan just all along the lines. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We did our safety show. Okay, let's do something that's going to be good for all of us, and let's bring bring in some John Smalls and let him tell us about what is going on inside of the world of the market, because I think that that's probably something that we need at this moment. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Wednesday, May 11th, 2022. Equities wobbled Tuesday as investors prepared for what could be a game-changing CPI read for the FOMC. Today's read lapsed the onset of high inflation for the first time and is expected to rise another 8% year over year. At this pace, the FOMC almost has no choice but to raise interest rates aggressively and possibly by 75 basis point increments. The next FOMC is not until June, but there's a high expectation for another 50 basis point hike and a slim chance for a larger 75 basis point hike. The next hurdle for the market after the CPI will be the PPI data Thursday, and it too is expected to be hot. The takeaway is that inflation is still on the rise and cutting into corporate profits. S&P 500 companies have been able to maintain their margins so far via price hikes, but consumer pushback has begun. With earnings coming under increasing pressure and the FOMC in danger of stalling the economy, there is a real danger of corporate earnings growth to stagnate and the S&P 500 to enter a deeper correction. You can get the inside track at marketbeatminute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, letting us know what is going on inside of the world of the market, because we definitely need to know that information. Anyways, parents across the country continue to stress out about how they um, will feed their babies with the nationwide formula shortage. Retail outlets have seen a 30% drop in availability of some popular brands due to supply chain issues and labor shortages, inflation, and the closure of Michigan plant after a recall of their product. The Post spoke to several local New York moms who report that they have um, reached as far as Wisconsin for formula uh, for the little ones. So there you go. Some interesting times for sure. Um, my question, of course, right away comes up with um, the, uh, the, the question that you, you, one might have to consider. What about um, Amazon? Does Amazon have any? Because you know that's going to be a question. Anyways, DUI driver who hit and killed a teen on a bike pleads guilty to vehicular manslaughter. Um, in Oxnard, uh, California, a DUI driver who hit and killed a 16-year-old boy riding a bicycle in Oxnard um, will serve a maximum sentence of nine years in state prison. Daniel Martindale has the details. Julio Sanchez was initially charged with murder, but he's been allowed to plead guilty to the lesser crime of vehicular manslaughter with gross negligence. Sanchez fled the scene of the collision, which happened on the night of September 30th of last year. The boy was hit from behind, thrown from his bike, and later died at Ventura County Medical Center. Sanchez was arrested the following day after his vehicle was found abandoned in the area of the collision. Sanchez had prior DOI convictions before it happened. I'm Daniel Martindale. Okay, so thank you for that, Daniel Martindale. So some very odd odd things going on inside of the world uh, when it comes to that. But hey, a loss of life is a loss of life. Who? What do you even know what to say after something like that? Seriously. Anyways, a mass, uh, Massachusetts hepatitis investigation. Two cases of hepatitis in children are now being investigated in Massachusetts. James Rojas has more information. The Department of Public Health is investigating two cases of pediatric hepatitis along with the CDC. Like in many other cases we're seeing around the world, the cause is unknown. Though the two cases here have tested negative for adenovirus infection. Now the CDC says adenoviruses are common, but before the outbreak, we're not known to cause hepatitis in normally healthy children. The agency says it's trying to rule out other possible causes and identify other contributing factors. James Rojas, Boston. Okay, thank you, James, for that one, letting us know what exactly is going on there. A shot NYPD officer released from the hospital. A suspect is dead. An NYPD officer who is in the hospital after being shot in the Bronx by a suspect who later died. Here's some more info. An outraged Eric Adams saying the suspect identified as 25-year-old Rameek Smith had multiple previous arrests. People want to ask, why are we pushing for reform? 
That's why. The NYPD says Officer Dennis Vargas and another cop were in uniform in an unmarked car when they approached Rameek Smith, who took off running near Bathgate Ave and Claremont Parkway. He then shot Officer Vargas in the arm. Smith shot in the head when cops returned fire, later dying at the hospital. Police say Smith lived in a Staten Island homeless shelter and had a lengthy criminal past. Jennifer Polsoni, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, thank you, Jennifer, for that one, letting us know what is going on there. Senate is voting on a bill today to legalize abortion. This is a big day to the fight of abortion. Mark Mayfield has more information. Senate Democrats will vote to save Roe v. Wade and make it a federal law. A similar effort failed in February, and this bill faces the same fate since Republicans are expected to block it. Even so, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says it will force every senator to reveal where they stand on the issue. The move follows last week's Supreme Court leak about overturning the landmark 1973 ruling. I'm Mark Mayfield. So it'll be an interesting day exactly seeing what is going on outside in the world, that is for sure. Talking about the world of politics real quick, L.A. County Registrar Office believes that they found mail-in ballots that were stolen. The Los Angeles County Registrar Office has found no evidence of of intentional election tampering after 104 mail-in ballots were found left on the sidewalk in East Hollywood. A woman walking her dog found the ballots in the U.S. Postal Service marked box office box box office really a uh, box over the weekend and reported it to the authorities i brought my phone with me i took a video of it and i said look i, I don't feel comfortable with these out here i don't know why they're here it's 6 30 at night there's no postman working an election official was sent to pick up the unopened ballots the registrar's office believes that it was simply a case of stolen mail and not someone trying to disrupt the june 7th um election so there you go a lot of stuff going on right there as we are talking. It is 27 minutes past the top of the hour. A passenger forced uh, to pilot a plane. Did you hear about this one? Uh, Palm Beach, Florida, a medical scare in the sky turns passenger into a hero. Uh, Natalie Rodriguez um, has more information on the story. Air traffic controllers at Palm Beach International Airport stepping in to guide an inexperienced passenger to safely land a plane. That passenger radioed for help after reporting the pilot became incoherent. Luckily, air traffic controllers were able to track the Cessna caravan coming in from the Abacos on radar and coach that passenger down. The identity of the passenger is not known, nor the condition of the actual pilot. Natalie Rodriguez, Palm Beach. Okay, thank you, Natalie Rodriguez, for that information, because you know that that is going to be um, something that's going to make that person, uh, well, they're going to consider if they are going to um, fly anymore after that scenario. And then they're going to have tons of questions on how they were able to land that thing um, shortly thereafter. So I guess that is a great segue. And I'm not talking about, um, you know, the Segway uh, vehicle itself. I'm talking about Segway into getting into our main story. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so if you were taking a look around and if you were hanging out and doing all the fun stuff that we get to do, you you took maybe a a gander, you took a look, you noticed something that that we did, and you noticed that uh, we had something on the screen that we titled Safety NDE. Um, and some people probably said, Hey, uh, you just don't know how to spell nudes. No, that's not what I was going for, but, uh, thanks for the insight on side of that, especially inside of, um, call it radio with people sending me that message. Like I meant to write the word nude and no, it was not the case, but thank you. There was, I guess you could sit there and go, yes, the you was missing, but that is the you and you, but that's a whole other story. Um, and no, it does not stand for Nebraska department of education. That is not what we're talking about either. What we are talking about today, as we have been talking over the last few days, is, um, well, we've been talking about different things going on inside of the world of safety. So we're not going any further than that today either. But what we have spoken about in the past is the same thing that we will speak about right now. And what do I mean when I say that? Well, I'm going to tell you the same thing that I would always tell you. I am going to tell you that we're going to talk about some um, some of the oddities that happen inside of our world. And when I put this on the screen today of NDE, the intent there, yes, the intent behind everything there was um, is pretty easy. 
I wanted to talk to you today about near-death experiences. And I know that if you pull it up in that particular format, you can come up with a whole array of things um, as you're taking a look. But what I wanted to talk about, per se, or in particular, not per se, um, was these weird anomalies that occur inside of our systems. And some people can go to near misses, some people can go to uh, near-death experiences, and there's all kind of a different array of things on how you can title this. But think about this, and, and you, you know you've done it at some point, so let's ta- let's talk about it. Have you ever seen a video where an incident or accident occurred, but the person that you were under the belief should have been severely harmed, nothing happened to them? Nothing, well, let me rephrase that. Nothing bad happened to them. Have you have you seen that? Have you seen those scenarios? Well, the reason that I bring this up today is because those are those weird anomalies. Now, I will tell you, in one of the organizations that I used to, uh, to work for, or got to interact with, better saying, I had access to a lot of cameras. And I'm talking about vehicle cameras. And I'm talking outward-bound and inward-bound cameras uh, or what we called them back then was behavior modification devices. And I have probably seen tons of incidents and accidents, probably some that not even bear worth repeating. But also at the same time, I have seen the ones that are the near-death experiences. And with some of those, I didn't understand how it was not more catastrophic or how something did not occur in for the person to die. I mean, there were some of them that were that severe in regards on how the accidents looked. And, you know, we've been talking this week about uh, predictive software. We've been talking about software that can tell me uh, on when an accident's going to occur and all that kind of fun stuff. So we've been looking at a lot of that stuff. But as we talk about this, how do you deem near misses or near death experiences? Now, listen, you have the opportunity when you work at, uh, when you work at places on how you actually track these. Some people track every near miss, every near anything inside of your system. Now, I was listening to someone speak yesterday, and they had a pretty good system on how it was laid out. They claimed that they had a whiteboard at the place where they work, and the way that it would set up was if somebody came in to report a near-miss or near-death experience, they would have them right on the board if they were good or if they were lucky. There was two sections, and you had to actually put it down. And the reason behind this was for the sole purpose of knowing if they had the correct safeguards in place for them to be able to say, okay, it looks like what we have put in place has worked. The other side determining if they were lucky was more along the lines to go, well, oh shit, we need to build some better things out. And I get it. I get it from both standpoints. I get it from the, you know, I understand what needed to be done there. It makes sense to me. But when you start taking a look at some of this other stuff now, and you start talking about near-death experiences, well, regardless, you almost have to start saying, hey, I think we were lucky because nobody, you know, nobody wants to die. That's not the intent with anybody going to work on a particular day. Let's just be realistic. But as we start taking a look at it, we have to go, okay, how do we track some of these things? And how do you track these in these these weird anomalies, these anomalies that occur? How do you track them inside of your software? Seriously, because there's so many different things that have the opportunity of occurring. So we have to come to the consideration of, hey, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. So right now, how do you have it set up inside of your organization? How do you have it set up that if there is one of these near-death experiences or if you have a near, quote-unquote, miss 
that occurs, how is it tracked? And I ask this because I want to have a better understanding of not just of systems, but I want to have a better understanding on what you are doing. Listen, this is always one of these areas of conversations that, well, people are a little hesitant about talking about. And I get it because nobody wants to talk about, you know, the next catastrophic potential event that can occur. I mean, I get it. It makes sense to me. But also at the same time, we have to start looking at this and go, well, how do we track all of these things that are the anomalies? Because let's talk about some of the stuff we've been talking about earlier in the week. Do you put in near misses in software? And if you do, how does it know what's going to happen next? It's a weird thing. And I'm going to tell you, we're not going to answer this on this radio show. Because listen, some people get pissed off that I comment on talk about certain things and never really give what we'll say, quote unquote, a true answer on how to resolve it. Well, that's not what we're looking to do here. What we're looking to do here is have the conversation and start our brains to start thinking about some of the subject matters that we have going on and what we can do differently to make it change. I mean, it's great for you to sit back and have a simulation on what might occur, but how do you look at it on stopping it from occurring? See the thing? Or making it better, even if you did it based on a simulation. Things to think about. But then again, what the hell do I know? Just a guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Don't worry, I know what to do. Know someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTechStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Well, you might be like me and heard all these terms and were not 100% sure on what they meant. Things is mining, blockchain, the Internet of Things. Well, I will tell you, we here at Safety FM have partnered up with a company that will explain this to you and will also have conversations to inform you on how you might have the potential of making passive income by being involved with this. All you need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. They'll discuss blockchain. What exactly is mining? What is cryptocurrency? And what is the Internet of Things? To find out more information, go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. That's safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. 
This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 44-0 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. coming your way. Yeah, this one's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. Taking a gander, taking a wonder. So thanks to Hank Lotion for allowing us to play I Adore You on the Rated R Safety Show. I wonder if that's the direct quote to me or that's just the name of the song. You know, I Adore You. Okay, no, okay. Maybe we're taking a little bit too far there. Anyway, so that's it. That's that one. You know, it has some deep house vibes there. That's for sure. Let's continue on and what's going on inside of the world of the multiverse of ours. So let's continue talking real quick about some of the other things that are happening and all that kind of fun stuff. Anyways, uh, monotasking. Have you heard about this? Not trasking for mono, just in case. But the concept of multitasking is dead. According to productivity experts, recently perhaps fast-tracked by um, the pandemic, conversations about hustle culture and multitasking ourselves into a tizzy have gained um, momentum. And researchers tell us that multitasking can actually uh, make people less productive. And um, monotasking is um, much better for your health and productivity. Uh, the problem is that our brains aren't uh, wired to tackle more than one thing at a time. Thatcher Wine, the author of the 12 monotasks, do, do one thing at a time, um, then do better at everything, says that all the task switching comes at a cost. It lo- overloads our brains and causes a significant amount of stress. Additionally, studies have shown that the tasks take um, longer to be done with more mistakes and if we are if we are done one thing at a time. Multitasking can also impact the importance, uh, and the importance of a relationship. For instance, if you watch TV during family dinner or scroll through social media while out with a friend, you can uh, miss prime opportunities to connect with loved ones. Well, um, we don't uh, want to be easily uh, do uh, easily adjustments. The main thing here to keep in mind is that when deciding to monotask, it is to um, concentrate on doing one thing at a time and completing it, then moving on to something else. They don't know how much um, being a, a parent, do they? They don't understand that, especially if you're a mother. Um, or, okay, I'll try, but someone's going to have to explain it to my boss that I am unable to multitask. But think about it real quick. Think about this. Um, have you ever tried to read something while you're listening to something? So you're reading and listening, but there's just no way to do it. And it, we're not going to talk about chewing gum and walking and, you know, because that's just kind of a simple asinite um, version of the one uh, that people like to throw out there. But just think about this real quick. 
on how some of these things actually do um do work. So think about that in that particular fashion. Anyways, let's continue going here. I'm writing a wrong. Here's a concept. If you're wrong, just admit it. Researchers from the University of Houston say if you want to make a good impression when debating others online, you should practice intellectually humble behavior. Platforms like Facebook and Twitter are fertile ground for um, disagreement um, but just um, just like a, a face-to-face confrontation no one likes a sore loser after conducting a series of four experiments the psychologist found that the willingness to engage in um, wrongness ad- admission is positively uh, a, a, po- a positive thing to be able to do to be able to be agreeable going forward honesty and humidity and emotion humidity humility and emotional intelligence with potential hundreds or more or more passive witnesses the user's best um, course of action is to publicly admit that they are wrong it's just funny for many admitting when they are wrong is something that they never think that they can do on their own both um this goes on against every principle that social media was founded on uh, founded upon unfortunately and not only that but it will also make you look better in the eyes of those of uh, that you're debating with y'all also make yourself um eligible to honoring um you know uh your canadian citizenship so there you go something to think about as we are talking we at safety fm are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying he is trying to be entertaining Okay, so let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of the world here because this is always important. Um, So I got some bad news in case you did not know. Gas prices have jumped up. Drivers are fuming over record high prices at the pump. They're ridiculous, man. Can't, you know, seem like you're working for gas. And there's no relief in sight um, now the prices are jumped up again today. A AAA uh, national average uh, price of regular gas is up now to by 40 cents a gallon, three cents higher than yesterday. Georgia still has the least expensive statewide average at uh, $3.93 a gallon, while California drivers are shelling out almost $5.84 a gallon. So there you go. You know, I'm, I'm sure you don't want to hear that before heading to the pump, but that's something that we need to talk about because that is for sure. Anyways, talking about some pump stuff, let's talk about some of the most important things that I will ever tell you. But for sure, this will be the most important thing I ever say. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to AFSP.org. That is AFSP.org. Or call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Or text the word TALK to 741741. No doubt about it whatsoever. Radio USA, Canada, UK. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by John. Paulo Colo said, When we strive to become better than we are, everything around us becomes better too. I like this. It's like the old saying, the high tide rises all the boats. If you do things to improve your life, it can help others too. For example, if you're reading a good book and others notice it, they may be tempted to read that book as well. When the things you're doing begin to pay off, other people will notice and they may follow suit as well. It's a great thing to influence people to better themselves. And it's even better if they were influenced by you because you have bettered yourself. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of insurancechicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by alessamorgan.com. Let's take a quick moment to talk about hot and cold exposure and what it does to your body. Deliberate cold exposure at first makes you cold, like a cold shower, but your body's subsequent reaction is to increase your core body temperature, also triggering the release of adrenaline and dopamine, which increases focus and mood. 
Therefore, if you're doing cold exposure, it's best to do it at the time of the day when you're looking to be alert as opposed to before going to sleep. Reason being, we actually wake up when our body temperature increases. In fact, you wake up in the morning largely due to an increase in your core body temperature. And you fall asleep following a decrease in your core body temperature. That's why a deliberate hot exposure, like a hot shower, which decreases your core body temperature, is better to do at night. For additional information on wellness, check out alessamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, there you go. Currently 51 minutes past the top of the hour. At the top of the hour, just so you know, if you did not know, I will be going over to RadioBig.fm. So you're more than welcome to come out, hang out, and do the things that we do over there. You know, we play some music, take a listen, some ganders of everything that's going on over there. You can take a listen to us on TuneInRadio.com. So tune in, or just TuneIn.com, and that will get you over there. Just go to Radio Big inside of there, and it'll get you all set up. Also, Safety FM, if you want to just hang out here, you're more than welcome on doing that as well. In regards to what we have going on here on Safety FM, that one's a simpler process. All you have to do is download the Safety FM app, and that will be readily available to you, and you'll have it to be able to move forward and do all the fun stuff right there. So kind of a simpler simpler process in regards of doing that. Anyways, let's continue talking. No winner for Monday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $68 million jackpot or $39 million cash payout. Don't know if you saw the video that was making um, the rounds, but Mike Tyson will not face any charges for his airplane beatdown. The San Mateo County DA announced that due to the conduct of the victim leading up to the accident, no charges will be filed against the legendary boxer. An insider told TMZ that neither the victim nor Tyson want to go to court over the ordeal. So there you go. I wonder if the guy is still a fan. I'm just asking for for, you know, the, the oddity of asking. Uh, I have to tell you this because I thought this was a, a weird pairing, and I know it has nothing to do with what we normally talk about. But uh, Dolly Parton is set to star in a statistical uh, musical about the efforts to get Mexican pizza back on the Taco Bell menu. Mexican pizza, the musical, will be released on May the 26th, according to an Instagram post uh, from the Taco Joint. The musical will be um, streamed on TikTok. Daja Cat will also appear on the show. I have to tell you, if this does not lead up to getting the Mexican pizza back on, on there, I am going to be extremely, extremely disappointed. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic. Never. Okay, so there you go. There's some some of that info, fo, fo, uh, for you, just for some information purposes. Uh, what else do we have going on? Let's talk about this real quick. Uh, where did it go? Oh, I lost it. Uh, I did talk already about this bill thing, but I don't know if we should mention it again. Let's talk about something else. Uh, here we go. Halsey reveals new health diagnosis after hospital stay. So just in case you did not know, Singer Halsey is revealing that her new health diagnostic after spending um, time in the hospital. She says that she, uh, her and herself, she shifted from since giving birth, noting that allergy, she has allergies to everything. Doctors have diagnosed her with multiple syndromes, including, um, well, I guess some things that I can uh, not say here on the radio, which is a group of inherited disorders that affect the skin, joint, and blood vessels. Halsey explained that she is on treatment plans and still continuing to rehearse before her upcoming Love and Power tour. So just in case if you're worried about that, uh, you have some information there. Anyways, let's talk about did you know real quick. Um, some scientists are theorizing that it may take uh, 400,000 years to communicate with an alien civilization. Two, um, two, um, people, two researchers from the journal said that the number of communicating with this, um, with extraterrestrial intelligence civilization, uh, is out there is talking in about of the amount of probability of life appearing on a planet. And on the stage of the planet that hosts the evaluation, uh, the researchers created nine scenarios where CETIs uh, were either rare or common. If they are rare, then communicating to the civilization, U.S. might have to survive 400,000 years before it's getting a, a signal from another. And the best case scenario 
it would take at least 2,000 years for communicating civilization to get his first cosmic hello. Thank you for your patience. All of our um, representatives are busy. So there you go. What what a number to think about. 400,000 years, you know. That's um, several <laughs> several time pans that we'll never be able to see. This is the way that it sounds like there. Anyways, let's talk about some whack facts real quick. Before the 1850s, most golf balls were stuffed with feathers. Spamming gets um gets a get up gets appropriate one response for every twelve million emails they send. The harmonica is about uh, the the world uh, the world's best selling uh, musical instrument. You can tell a pig is sick when it stops um curling its tail. During 2015, Taylor Swift ended um, earned more than one million dollars per day, and probably uh, pretty much every year since then. In uh, 1908, the New York Times um, advised readers to wash their hair uh, about every six weeks. I I think I might know people that might do that. Seriously. Uh, So there you go. Um, Just some stuff going on right there. If you're looking at some days of the year to celebrate, not to celebrate, but something that happened, let's talk about this. Uh, Picasso, back in 2015, the Picasso's The Women's of Aldred's uh, sales were $179.3 million at the Christie's in New York. So there you go. Let's talk about some birthdays that are going on real quick. Lana Condor, 25. Cam Newton, 33. Prince Royce, 33. Ace Hood, 34. Black China, 34. Giggs, 39. And Pam Ferris turned 74 today. So there you go. There's some birthdays. If you're looking for some days of the year to celebrate, I have some of those for you real quick. National Eat What You Want Day. I think some of us celebrate that a little bit more than what we would probably like to brag about. Uh, National Foam Rolling Day. National Twilight Zone Day. National Receptionist Day, National Third Shift Workers Day, woot woot, and National School Nurse Day. So there you go. Those are all days of the year that you can celebrate if you're so inclined to do so. So there you go. Anyways, a lot of stuff always going on inside of this world of ours. I'm sure we weren't able to cover it all, but cover a good chunk of it. Um, if you want to, like I said, you can come and hang out with us here at the top of the hour if you're so inclined to do so. So there you go. That's everything that we have going on on this side of the network. Um, so like you already know, we can't do what we do around here without you. The most important part of Safety FM and Radio Big, and that is the listener. Yes, that is for sure. There is no reason to do this without having you here. Like we always like to talk about, we are a radio show that has some aspects of podcasting and streaming and to apply it into it. And that's how it actually normally goes. We are normally here live Monday through Friday at this timeline, this timeline, just for you to do so. If not, you can do the time swapping by doing the podcast aspect of it or even doing the streamer, um, which also jumps into some version of recording as we are going along. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen this morning to what we have going on because I really do appreciate it. Anyways, if you need a random joke for today, a cinnamon is a word you use when you can't spell the word that you just thought of. Um, if you need a phone starter today, what smells makes you gag every time? If you need something for the water cooler, try this. Question, 53% of people under the under 25 say that they have never bought one of these. What is it? A cup of coffee. So there you go. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. If I can leave you with a deep thought, I would love to leave you with this one. Before you give up, think about why you held on for so long. That's something to think about. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.